0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which...
2: the Talksport fan network is proudly supported by muck delivery bringing you the food you love muck delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door no matter the result you'll always be winning with muck delivery so the only thing left to say is georgie check for dadsy you in order now on the mcdonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury
3: time. Injury time. Knockout takes. And move your saves. Knockout follows in. And move your saves again. And now what minute?
4: Good afternoon, everybody. Um, (laughs) Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. So, another non-turning up of a performance as a team. Pedro tried to do what he tried to do in the areas where he tried to do it. We had kind of one effort of note, which was the putting sar through, running onto the ball and he lifted it and Darlow got a touch. Other than that it was there. Hull only had to be well, basically only just had to have pretty much one chance in order to, to win the game. And of course, as uh, as irony and fate dictates, it falls to Tofan to uh, basically turn up and be a bit trimmer than he has been previously when he was with us and, and do it. Again, fair play to Hull. They surfed up and... <laughs> and done what they needed to do, which, let's be honest, against us thought, is very, very little. Honestly. Something I'm going to ask for so that we can... uh, Let's let's be honest. This is just just now beyond a joke. But one thing I'm going to ask people to do, either on the five-word reviews or on the long form or when they come through, I'd like you to pick a player and um, imagine that it's like the office, and as we all know, three quarters, if not more, of these players either want to leave or are leaving. And think about, you know, like you're in the office and the somebody's farewell card comes around. What would you be writing in Keenan Davis's farewell card, or in Christian Cabaselli's farewell card, or in Hassan Kamara's farewell card? Let's have a think and see if we can think of some of those Good grief, what an absolute pitiful shower they are. Absolutely woeful. Obviously, on a positive side, I don't think anybody got, uh, you know, roughed up by some stewards. So, you know, always a bonus. But if you were there at the ground, were there any were there things stopped getting in? As we know, we do have stewards who travel on buses, etc. Anyway, there we go. So it's probably going to be a relatively short one, but I imagine today it will be probably, uh, yeah, a little bit caustic. But there we go. There we go. Anyway, let's go and start speak to let's go and speak to people shall we let's go and speak to mr paul holly hello paul
1: how are you doing sir after Yeah, that. good afternoon <laughs> yeah good afternoon pete I, I don't feel anything because just what 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 we expect now so we've reached such a low point i think the only comment i wanted to make is that mm-hmm. whilst wilder has called the players out and put it this way if he was on a long-term contract or thought he would even have a chance of being there next season, he probably wouldn't have been as vocal. So he's the first coach that's had the opportunity to be outspoken. But I'm sorry, out of the three coaches we've had this season, I think he's probably the worst. Players aside, and we know, as Uncle Ron would call them, they're all bastards, but I've seen nothing (laughs) from Wilder. Team selection, subs, style of play, I've seen nothing that would want to excite me for him to be there next season. And testament to that, if he is picking the team and the squad, why was Blake not on the bench? And why did we have four defenders on the bench? So, sorry, Mr. Wilder. Thank you for the babysitting. Thank you for calling out the club. But farewell.
4: Yeah, it was, it's was people will argue, and it's a fair argument, that obviously... None of the last five coaches have got a tune out of this lot, including, including. Rob Edwards. It has to be said because obviously we see what he's doing in a club that doesn't have a toxicity streak running through it at the moment. It's a fair play, but even he couldn't get anything out of this lot. And I think uh, I think you're right. I think it's he is a temp on a temporary contract, and he's come in and kind of held the fort in order to uh, in order to do what he can. And in the time that he's come, and I can't remember who said it, somebody said, you know, the one thing he has done is he's unified he's unified the supporters because he's actually come out and said things like cultural reset and these players, you know, he's called the players out in terms of their effort and their work rate today. And, and with all of these coaches that we've had, but it's, you know, even more so with, uh, with Wilder again, they just look like they just met. They just look like they just turned up on a Sunday morning hung over, and there was still, this, there's no discernible pattern of play. Ismail Assar and I appreciate people will go, oh, you're, you're scapegoating him. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to scapegoat probably about 10 of them today. And for long periods, it was like, oh, he's on the pitch. Didn't even realise he was. Ken Semmer was not dissimilar. We then finally, at the end, as we're kind of thinking, well, we'll, we'll try and keep the ball maybe and deliver something into the box. And we got about five or six bodies into the box. And then Ken hammered the ball over from a position where he had the opportunity to deliver. Nobody, but nobody on that pitch today had a good one. And as for the goal conceded, I mean, Kone was slipping all over the place in the first half. The ball comes in and Cabaselli has an opportunity to clear and basically pushes it straight back into in, into the 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 whole player, who has the touch, goes past, draws the foul from Andrews. I don't think we can have a go at Andrews. He's he's done very well. And that's his, that's his first you know, proper error where he's kind of slid in because he's anticipated what he's gonna do and the player's just gone, okay, you know, I'll let you get the touch here and take me. But dear oh, dear oh, bleed and pray. How many touches did Backman have? Not many, didn't need to. Just shock him.
1: Yeah. And as for your point about what would I write in their farewell card? Oh yeah. Well, I wouldn't contribute to a farewell card because they Good. mean nothing to me. Good riddance. I mean, nothing to me. Never want to see any of them again. Oh, there you go. Paul's, Paul's gone for a
4: communal card. You might want to pick your own individual player that you want to say farewell to. And let's face it, we do have some people who might move on. We don't know, who who have done good things in the past. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, Paul. And you might want to say thank you for for services previously rendered. Who knows? Who knows? But there's a communal one. Go away! Don't darken our door. We say, let's go across and uh, and and speak to somebody who, for once, isn't communing with the bus lanes of Northern England, or indeed the A41. At least I don't think he is. I imagine he's probably sitting home in relative comfort in leafy Buckinghamshire. Wendover Horn, whereabouts are you, sir? I'm in my bedroom. Oh blimey! Oh blimey! It's the scene of the action, everybody. (laughs) There you go. Come on, then, mate. What did you? What, what, what are your? What are your thoughts after
0: that? Uh, after after that showing? Just bored stiff, mate. Bored stiff. You know, thank God I didn't go. The the six hundred poor sods that did need a medal or a complete lobotomy. Ah, oh, just beyond belief, isn't it? These are a despicable bunch of players that will go down in history as. Totally uninspiring and, yeah, the the word that I haven't used but many used on Wednesday night, bastards. That's what they are. They're bastards. They don't care about you, Pete. They don't care about me. They don't care about any of us. They just care about what's in their bank balance. And cheerio. I won't be signing no bloody uh, farewell card for any of them. Clear them all off. All of them. Porteous I'm keeping, uh, of course Andrews I'm keeping, but apart from that, they, they can go. They can go. You know, we've been praying for two. you know, to forget getting loser back in the side. He ain't that good, Pete. He's not that good. He thinks he's good, but he's not that good. Code you, know, you know, the basics, Pete. You've coached football. Get them to wear mm-hmm. the right bloody footwear. On on, on uh, Wednesday, he was falling and slipping over every five minutes. Again today, he falls over, and it okay. Caber makes a horrific attempt, but Cabba wouldn't have had to make that horrific attempt if bloody Cody hadn't fallen over. They are a just they're, they're a shower, aren't they? They are an absolute absolute shower.
4: Absolutely. I think they can, um, they they should have trouble looking in the mirror this evening. Uh, I mean, Kamara was an interesting one because Kamara, you know, kind of worked hard and battled down the, you know, kind of bustled down the, down the left wing. But every time he went to pass the ball, he got Kone syndrome from from Wednesday, whereby the pass was always errant. It always went, it basically just simply went to a hole player. And, And don't get me wrong, Hull weren't weren't really great shakes but they were infinitely more dangerous than us because they could actually retain the ball and of course we've got another we've got another game next week against Sunderland where again I will presume that we'll be wearing our blue away kit which we still haven't won in not to mind memory we yeah. haven't won in but it was uh, and, and loser had the same had the same thing I think part of losers issue today and tell me I'm completely wrong here I mentioned that Sar and Semmer were we're, we're, were absent. If we're gonna play three up front or if we're playing you know too two wide, however you want to look at it, you call it a four three three, you can call it a four one, four, one, whatever you want to think. We we weren't feeding the ball into them. The one time we did actually use SARS pace, we ripped through the center. He lifted the ball over over Darlow, but not quite enough. That might have kind of got us back out of jail again. But at least Pedro puts in a bit of fight. At least you can see he's got that got edge to it. You know,
0: loser loser it, for me is always looking for the hollywood ball now that might be because the way we play and there aren't many options for him but he can go as well as far as i'm concerned he can go as well. You know, I, I hope many, many listeners have been uh, watching Andrew, listen, uh, reading Andrew French's excellent yeah. interview with Manga. He is the only hope we have that he can totally revitalise this squad and do it by being canny through scouting and, and non agent led recruitment. Let's hope he's allowed to do this, guys. Let's hope he's allowed to do this. Because I don't care if we don't, uh, you know. Uh, let's get some hungry players that want that are proud as all we would be to wear that sh- that shirt of you know of Watford FC. What? What? One other thing. All these mm-hmm. little town people listening to our listening to our <laughs> our spaces. Twenty-seven years in our shadows, lads. Twenty-seven years in our shadows. One swallow does not make a summer. And uh, normal service will be resumed very shortly.
4: Oh, blimey! There, there's a le- there's a level of confidence that possibly uh, possibly surpasses my own. Well, oh, well, uh, well, You,
0: done. you know what, why are they why are they bothering <laughs> listening? You know they're having a, they're having an outstanding season farewell you know fair play to them in their timpot stadium they'll never get their move they've been talking about their move to junction wherever for as long as adam was a boy haven't they but well, uh, well pa- pa- power court power, power court
4: which is where it is has been approved it is an area for redevelopment we will see what happens yes. in fairness if 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 it was the, if it was the other way round We'd be giving yeah, it. Of I'm course taking, we would I'm, be.
0: Take, you know, I'm, taking, it, it, I'm taking out my frustration on them, are I? I'm taking out my frustration on them.
4: Quite right, too. We are Luton Town. You're, you're going to be tonight's punch Yeah, back. tonight's Sit punch back, back, Sit back and enjoy the punches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you know, we will do. I mean, the one thing that they've got, which we've, which we've said beforehand, is they are all rowing in the same (laughs) direction we're not but as you said but as you said the one thing that's come out this week and you know andrew french has gone and got himself the the interview that, that we would all like to you know one of the ones that we would all like 100%. to talk to Ben Manga. positive responses but many people will point out the fact that the Scott Duxbury comments previously were very positive and and everybody thought we were going to go in a new direction this year however he yeah. has brought in somebody who is directly interfacing yeah. with uh, with the powers that be I thought there were, it was some interesting and that there were, a, there were a couple of contradictory statements that he made and that, that Andrew kind of uh, uh, reported where he said well no it's going to be up to me and and then it turns around and it's it's up to me it's up to gino yeah. it's up to scott and it and it's up to cristiano gioretta um it? he's you out know.
0: of contract in the summer is mr butterfly oh, gone in the summer
4: i hope he's out of here in the summer simply because he's regardless of anything else he's superfluous, he's superfluous. um yeah. the phrase that he's the bibs cones <laughs> and uh, an organizational man you know the fact that he will do the you know the booking for the Pre-season, you know, kind of arrangements and the and the hotels and everything. that's a, that's a that's a wholly administrative yeah. task that that should be down to the club secretary. Do um, you know to, to do yeah. that. It's not somebody else we need, and it's certainly not somebody else we need when we are going to have to. Absolutely have to cut our cloth accordingly yeah, because we know what we know what the money situation was, and I wouldn't suggest it's got any better after a year in the championship. No. We've we've got to do that, and as you said, he's got to do things cleverly. He's got to scout cleverly. Now we're going to be going and doing a few things in the close season, and and looking at some players. Yep. So if they're linked with us, we'll be looking yep. at it. And Greg's going to come on because Greg, you love a transfer. I room, love a you?
0: transfer rumor and I love a transfer window. My my only caveat with with, with Man- I think he is. There's a caveat. To to find some gems and find uh, the. the, uh... Uh, you know, uh, uh, advantageous prices. Uh, But domestic? He has a history of it. You know, he has a long Mm -hmm. history of it. My only concern is his knowledge of the UK markets. Yeah,
4: domestic market.
0: market. Because we've got some domestic players out of contract, and three, you know, we're going to have to bring three or four domestic players in. Now, we do have a UK head of recruitment. His name is Graham Younger. Younger. Graham Younger. I don't know a lot about him, but you know, I you know, I, I hope he's a busy boy at the moment reporting into Benny Boy, you know. I, I really do. We'll see.
4: We'll see. I mean the other the other question which a lot of people will say is about Adrian Blake and the younger the younger players, Toby Adeyemo and Jack Greaves were injured. So they weren't travelling, but Adrian Blake travelled but didn't Ridiculous. make the bench, which was which, which was very odd because as Paul just mentioned earlier on, you know, we got we got two centre-halves and two full-backs on the bench and we, you know, we brought on the two attacking players from the bench that we had because the other, the seventh one was obviously uh, Hamer in goal and we we didn't have anything to be able to change the yeah, game, dynamically no change the game. You
0: know, why take the lads if you're not going to play him? Oh, are they taking him just for the experience of, of, of flying on the plane? Well, it, well it, you al- could do that with al- easy jet, couldn't be, you know? Yeah,
4: you always take an extra man and it typically is somebody who is younger because yeah. if somebody breaks down in the in the in the warm up such as for example such as uh, tom cleverly did obviously at burnley you need to have that extra man to be able to step up onto the bench but i would have looked at the i think you would look at it and go did we really need to have <coughs> Five defensive, including the goalkeeper. Yeah, you know, we could have literally we could have literally swapped our back five, yeah. but we only had two two opportunities if if we conceded. And bearing in mind where we are, we might as well sort of go for I'd have it. So him, yeah, Pete. That, that's a bit. Pete, I'd have
0: started him. Now the argument is why affect him with the attitude of the rest of them? That maybe maybe an argument. But my God, I, I would have started him. Why not? What did we have to lose? What did we have to lose? Just frustrating lot, this this lot are. And my God, I am, will be damn pleased to see the back of them. Absolutely, damn, damn pleased to see the back of the majority of them.
4: Fair enough, fair enough. Right, Greg.
0: Yeah. Well, we look forward to having a chat
4: and uh, and, and doing some nonsense. Uh, yeah, in the I, look at, I look forward at, to that. Pete. Looking look at look it, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. Final question. Everybody wouldn't forgive me on a night when we've lost one 0 away in Hull. If I didn't ask you, so what's for dinner? Is it takeaway or is Mrs
0: W back in the kitchen no, again? I'm I'm what I was at a trade comfort. You're gonna you're gonna use the word. Diet I was at here, a trade conference this week, and some photos were taken of me to uh, go onto my company's LinkedIn channel. And then I saw them on LinkedIn, and I thought, "Bloody hell, Greg, you need to lose some weight." So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm on a salad tonight, Pete.
4: Good grief, Greg! I have one word for you, mate. One word: Photoshop. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. Excellent stuff. See you, mate. Right, Greg, we'll catch you We'll catch you later, cheers, mate. mate, <laughs> cheers mate. This is Ronnie
3: Rosenthal speaking, and you are listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At Participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
4: Let's go across to Lou Lou. So, if you want to hit your uh, your mic button, I'm trying to do two things. You can tell I can't talk and press a button at the same time, it's dreadful, isn't it?
5: Honestly,
6: lack of coordination. Everything oh, I just feel like, oh, I just feel like laughing. <laughs> I just feel like laughing at everything right now. Just what just everything is just it can't be real. It can't be real What happened to what the football club. Well, I mean. I think the other thing we
4: need to ask everybody does anybody know how to undo Nigerian curses <laughs> because this
6: seems this seems yeah. to really be no, a serious issue
4: it was, issue. Yeah, of
6: course. It was the, the Dennis situation and everything wasn't it and they said curse what yeah oh god S- 600, 600
4: years we've got 598 and a half years of this left again yeah exactly I mean do you
6: want to oh, know god. actually so I, I, I looked at half time because I just thought well, we're obviously going to lose this game so since since the start of the Premier League our first game Villa last season Watford have won Uh 21 out of 82 games I mean that is just fucking dreadful isn't it and then I I do a bit more if you go back to 2019-20 which was the season we got relegated from the Premier League with Pearson we've won 56 of 166 games it's just like it's so shit that's like under one in, or just over one in three Um, and that includes a season when we got promoted so that's what I think we got 29 wins that season so yeah, I mean, it's just been miserable, and I actually, I've, I've, I do have some stuff to say. I think the first one, I do like Wendover Horn, but why, why do we care about Luton at the moment? Let's care about ourselves. I could not give a shit like what they're doing. It's got nothing to do with. Quite right. Why don't we just concentrate on our own stuff? Like it doesn't really matter what they're doing up the rows. It's got no sort of relevancy in what we should be doing in the summer, how we should plan, how we should go about next season. It's got nothing to do with it. I don't really.
4: Okay. Focus on us, that's good, that's fair enough. If they
6: they were winning the league and gonna get promoted, you'd be like, Fair enough, maybe it is something to worry about. They're not in the play yeah, they're they're in the playoffs. So I'm I'm not really fussed about it, really not. Good. And, okay. And right. And so if, fo-
4: focusing and on and us
6: then. Can you talk about them in this post-match thing because they're going to come back and listen to it. <laughs> like, this is, it's pretty basic oh well, we to understand uh, if we can mention their names, we mention whatever that account is called. Like he's obviously going to keep coming back. <laughs> <It's quite obvious.
4: laughs> oh, of course, of course, of course, of course. Well, we have a bit of fun with it no, know, because know. you know he's here, and we know that. And hey, look, it happens once every twenty-seven years. We can't be great. Yeah, no, so anyway, the best, yeah. There we go. Um, so, so yeah, to... Today, we had 10 shots as opposed to their two. We had two on target. They had one. And of course, that one was a penalty. Yet we still managed to find a way of gripping defeat from the jaws of a mundane draw, really. They're, they're, but, just, uh,
6: not a, they're just not a team. And whats what, what Wilder's been saying. No, I'm not. I personally am not Chris Wilder's biggest fan. I I think we all were quite refreshed by his press conference at the start saying the players are not for it. We're now like four weeks on from that and nothing has changed. You've done fuck all yeah. about it and you do the same thing in the press conference every time now. Getting quite bored of it. It's a bit like, well, why are you here then? Fuck off. You're getting paid probably quite a lot of money out of it's all coming out of Watford's pocket and you're just sitting there moaning, but probably eating you know, earning the easiest money you'll ever learn. And I think Rule but just and if you look at today's performance, it's a bit like, is he just he mentioned in the press conference this week, or on, on Tuesday before the Cardiff game, they said, have you had any contact yeah. with the players? And you went, oh, no, actually. So he hadn't spoken to the players from, well, he obviously had a post-match meeting on the Saturday game. But then he hadn't spoken. So mm-hmm. it's like, is there just a massive rift between board players and manager then? Because if, if there is, then we're shambles. Like that, that is that's shambolic. <laughs> that is just embarrassing. <laughs>
4: I think what it probably will be, and I I saw that as well because normally, and I'm I'm not sure what time the uh, the press conference was, but they're normally about nine thirty on a on a Friday morning. Obviously, we'd had a Wednesday game after a Saturday game. Now, normally, the players would be in on a Thursday to do, or, or after I should say, they would normally be in the day after a game for a recovery session. But they may have actually given them Thursday off because it had been you know kind of two games, etc. Straight yeah. away, so it may just have been logistically, and it's it's been kind of it didn't come across particularly well the one thing i think you're absolutely right is the fact that nobody can get any tunes out of this lot um you know at all but you would expect as a manager and as a coach to form at least the basics at least you know, kind of pairing up units together and getting people functioning in a in a in a coherent fashion, and genuinely, as Chris Wilder said, it shouldn't take that long. I do get the feeling that the uh, balance inside the squad, as most people have said, has been all wrong, and the personalities are out of kilter to be able to kind of get anything. There's clearly something very very wrong in there, and that it's it it feels like we have never recovered from that 2019 fa Cup bonus row that fell out we've never heard about the uh, the dressing yeah. room being anything other than toxic since then with the exception of the the senior players who are obviously just sitting there on contracts yeah, you're totally right um right. you know do, and they can only do the best that they can um you know if they are positive or if they are otherwise but you know you look at we said about it on wednesday you look at you've got Cathcart, you looked at uh, Gosling and you have Cleverly, and all three of them have been caught, you know, basically been caught up with injuries because they are of, of a certain age now. And it's much harder to recover than, you know, when they're in their teens and in their twenties. So
6: when was the last time we had a new manager bounce? We, we just don't, we don't get it. I know we have so many managers. That's the reason, but that for me explains if you're a player and you have what we had seven managers in two years now or something like, it's just it's impossible to have a new managed bounce because whoever comes in you know is going to be gone in three or four months and the whole thing just becomes just a blur there's just no consistency it's just nothing and you look at Hull today who I thought they weren't they obviously weren't a great side but you could tell they were sort of well drilled under senior you know, He yeah, was a very yeah. very good up-and-coming coach and I, I wish them all the best I've got nothing against Hull City apart from the charm. You're getting more by the tall um, getting more by the tigers. But but I just I just find these players <laughs> yeah. oh, they just give up. They just don't care. It's so you know, I grew up watching Watford from probably two I was born in ninety eight, so two thousand seven to twenty twelve. So I I grew up watching players like, you know, Danny Graham, John Eustace, Mary Lloyd Doyley. You know, they they cared. And we weren't really good during that period, but you know, we had, I think that was the sort of period of like Dyche's manager, we had Rogers, we had the sort of late days of Bufroyd. And just like, they weren't good, but at least they cared. And it's, that team would beat this team. I'm I'm convinced of it because they, because they just, they just go that extra mile. And I, I just, I don't really know how to sort of, sort of say what I mean in terms of what I'm trying to say. But you know I mean? They're just... Just a team you just felt connected with a team a team like if lloyd Doyley made a big challenge when it was one or a big team we'd all go like get in like and he'd probably turn to the fans and like smile or maybe give them, like a fist bump you're getting fuck all from that from this team there's just nothing there's no link between players fans there's no passion it doesn't help we have two lone players actually no two i'm thinking chowdhury davis i mean our loanees in starting lineup we like
4: we have we have five loans exactly. in that on, the, on in, in in around the 1st can't coffee. help no I, I, I remember and I mean and this shows how it has not changed. I remember this time last year or a little bit earlier on when we when we lost two one at home to Burnley and um somebody who's listening here came in and rang in and he described and he talked about because we share the same kind of timeline in terms of Watford, <laughs> and he talked about the mid nineties. And the mid nineties is normally put down as, you know, this this awful you know awful period we were shocking we were dreadful and in the main don't get me wrong we were but you always knew they would give their absolute all because whilst they may be lacking technically some of them they were never lacking for effort there was always an identity there was always a connection we we have neither an identity in the way that the team plays which is understandable we change manager every 3 months you know so so there's there's been nothing coherent brought to the table talking about as, as, or, and not talking about them up the road they had Nathan Jones played a three five two they've gone and got a man who plays a three five two there's there's exactly. sense in the way that they have yeah. they they have carried on yes it has evolved and he's made some different changes and surprise 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 he's actually got a wing back who's really doing well with in up there um as, as we've heard we have gone from you know nothing to another nothing to another nothing and we've never we've we've never been coherent how he then went on to describe this lot was, quote, unquote, pound for pound, you are never able to get a return based on the level of money that these guys are paid for. When you ask for a return on the investment in them, we never see it. We never see it at an individual level. We clearly don't get to see it on the uh, on the training ground because typically a team playing will reflect the work and the, what their manager is asking for them on the training ground but we don't see it you talk to you know if you talk to luther um, at, at any given point about a game or a match, the thing that he always comes back to when you're talking to him, and it's fascinating. He always comes back and talks about what happens on the training ground because he always echoes back when you're saying, "Why were we this? Why were we good? Why were we able to do this?" He said, "Because we did it time and time and time again on the training ground because we were drilled and because we had the same thing, and we had the same voice. And that's how you get identity. That's how you get consistency. It's how you get work rate, and it's how you build a connection to I've the just team." Been,
3: just
6: been thinking. Wait, mm-hmm. Think about. It it. We've been shit ever since Deany left. It is literally ever since Deanny left. And I it, it makes me go. think Deany just must have been the sort of gel between the whole squad, you know, getting them up for the game, you know, these are fans, they pay hard working money to go to the games home and away. Is he like because he was he was always that link between fans and players that we just don't have any more. I, 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 I generally think it's ever since... Because left what? Started last season. It was just as the Prem started. Yep. He played the Brighton away game, didn't he? And we lost 2-0 and then he was out the door. And then he went to Birmingham. And it's been uh, ever since then. Ever since then, we've been dreadful. So
4: I think Deeney, Deeney was hugely important off the pitch. People argued about his value on the pitch being a dwindling return. But you can bet your bottom dollar as his contribution dwindled on the pitch, primarily to me, because we we suddenly started playing with only one up front. The whole of football has gone to play football one up front. And we know that you get a lot more out of Deeney's partner when he's playing with Dini than you do if he's on, you know, if, if either one of them are on their Todd, he, he tends to be one of those kind of almost Emil Heskey like uh, players who bring something out at their their characters. But as that was dwindling, his importance clearly in and around the dressing room, clearly in and around the the training ground, in terms of there being certain standards that had to be maintained and certain levels of effort. You're absolutely right. As he's gone, that's been a that's been the spine that's gone, because it was the one consistent piece that we'd had for, for a decade. Because, let's face it, the managers weren't I, consistent. I'd love to know what Stiney
6: yeah. thinks of this current Watford team or Watford squad or Watford. No, he's, he's, he's obviously at Birmingham. If, I'd just love to know what you thought, just looking at our club right now. He must have think what no. a fucking mess. Or he, either that, oh, yeah, I'd love him to... He, he probably will when he retires, but he might come out and discuss some of these players and what they're actually like behind closed doors, a bit like what Gosling did. Because they're just... I just, it's unbearable and I've got a ticket to Sunderland away next weekend and I'll obviously go because I can't I just I love it I love it but and I've not done Sunderland but yeah and my my letter to the players on your final thing mm-hmm. um, you, you you're 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 writing in their in their farewell Keenan card Davies thanks for the goal against Luton that's about it fuck off and Hamza Chowdhury people who want to sign him permanently no he doesn't care he's got no heart I, I don't think once he's ever sort of shown a bit of passion towards the fans or a bit of a bit of fight, or whatever. I, I I just don't. And then, and everyone else a rouge. You'll be lucky if someone buys out your hundred million clause. <laughs> Maybe one day.
4: Well. Well, we we said when he first came in is that on the Iberian Peninsula, so that's Spain and Portugal, and it happens definitely in Spain and Portugal is very similar, is that the employment ruling is that if somebody basically comes in and pay, pays out their contract, i.e. how much they would get paid, and the you know, basically the remaining part of the contract, you can take them on a free, unless they have basically a, a buyout clause, which is why this, they all have it. And you see people with like you know six hundred million and you know a, a billion. So a hundred million, it, it it made it made a good headline when they put it out, but uh, doesn't necessarily mean he's that worth up. it. The only reason the only reason he'd be worth it is if somebody's prepared to pay it. I don't think we've seen anything that would suggest that. Fine young, fine young uh, player, I'm sure in terms of movement, in terms of. Tech- technicality but uh, for the championship it's not worked for him and that's that's a shame i obviously will wish him all the best moving forward luke thank you ever so much sir wonderful stuff there we are with a with a leaving note in the card of some of the players that's what we like to see let's go to uh uh to jack jack was getting back or after the cardiff game uh back into yeah back into washington now what is washington airport is that dulles is that dulles i can never remember jack sir you you are you back and uh are you back and in situ now
5: Yes. And it was, it was Dallas that I was, um, that I was you're, flying back. Into.
4: You were coming back through. There you go. There you go. Well, you, you're back in now. Cause it was there, obviously it was a bit intermittent cause you were on a, you're on a train and all sorts, but there you go. There yes. you go. Back so a, a week, as I say, is a long time in football. This time last week, you were, you were probably trying to stop Carl from ply playing you with lots and lots and lots of drinks, but, um, Oh, thank you, Pete. I've also been told there's a Ronald Reagan Airport in Washington as well. There you go. This is—I tell you what. What we lack, what we lack in professionalism, we more than make up for in our in our audience's knowledge of American airports. That's what I've always said about us. (laughs) So, so mate, what what did you think of that? And, And reflections. Now it's a. A week over, and hopefully hangovers are past.
5: Well, even though I was uh, able to watch this game, similarly to uh, to Wednesday, I was more tempted to do homework than, than watch. <laughs> um, that says it all. And um, you know, I don't know. Were you at the game, or, or were you watching on Hive Live? I, or,
4: I was. Like, I was watching remotely. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't one out. of the six hundred who made the uh, made the trip up to Humberside.
5: Yeah. It's almost fitting that we've had so many performances where the players can't be arsed, and now it's gone to the point where John Marks and Tommy Mooney can't even be arsed. I mean, the final 15 minutes, I think, was John Marks giving Tommy Mooney a quiz on who played with him the most during his Watford career like which which players he was paired with the most or whatever yeah but it had nothing to do with the game itself they ended up saying this is a team that wants the season to be over it's just dead i mean we we essentially gave up hope a few weeks ago but you you wouldn't expect the players to do that and they have
4: yeah they certainly have i mean i was i i listened to it you know yeah absolutely hearing their commentary and i think and i appreciate that a lot of people have gone you know kind of uh uh, have, have been rather anti tommy mooney's uh, commentary i don't think anybody's anti tommy mooney because he did far, he had done far too much for the club to be so but it was interesting a comment from john marks when we went 1-0 down he said well now we will find out we will find out what this team is made of and if any <laughs> if anybody else heard that and went hey hey what I think we know exactly what this team is made of. It is absolutely invertebrate. There is no spine in either sense to this particular team. It is just so prepared to roll over and go, oh, well, we turned up, we tried, we got on a coach and everything, and and then just let it get away from them. And we had, again, for the, the, the third game running we had the greater of the possession. But once again, oh, we came that? up against a team. We came up against a team who, I mean, don't get me wrong, Hull at the back were, were well-organised. senior is a bright young coach. He knows how to organise them, and he has turned them around. We've had the, uh, the joy of speaking to Ant from, um, from the podcast up there, which is uh, to Hull and back. And, you know, he said under Arvaladze, they were, they were shocking. They were all over the place. And under under a young progressive manager you know where i'm going here <laughs> they they ha- they have stepped up and they pushed on from being in the in very much in the lower reaches to to seeing players such as ozan tufan who we see or saw as a comedy figure and even Tommy Moon in fairness Tommy Mooney did go turn and say, so I don't think he's really done very much for Hull this yeah. and I went, Well yes he has. He's the second top scorer. And yeah. and okay, yes he's had penalties, but you've still got to score penalties. We know that because we had somebody who used to score penalties for us. Yeah. Don't anymore. And he, he looked better, he looked he looked fitter. He certainly looked motivated and happy to uh, to score the goal against uh, against us today. So uh, 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 there you go. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, so did you get your homework finished? <laughs>
5: No, no. I was still. They they pulled me back in just enough. Uh, <laughs> just had yeah, one one eye on the game. But um, you know, I would say that it was you know a couple of of times the commentators described it as a an end of season clash. clash kind of had that you know lack of energy. I would say that Hull didn't try all that much more than we did. I mean, they don't have much more to play for than we do. And it was just it was just kind of both teams going through the motions and so the players clearly want the season to be over we I don't think are that far behind um I would like to make one final point uh, about um there was some question about why Adrian Blake was brought along yeah um and I think if we could ask Gino why Adrian was brought along his answer would be because fuck you that's why Um, And I think if almost any question we could ask Gino at this point, his answer would be because fuck you. I, I have completely lost any faith that he wants any amicable relationship with the fans. I think he tries to, you know, dangle prizes in front of us. You know, oh, I still care about the team. We're still trying to put together a cohesive plan and then he'll yank it out from under us a couple of uh, minutes later. And I think that was just another instance of, of that today with, with bringing Blake along.
4: Yeah. I mean, as I, as I say, it teams will typically take along. It used to be called the the 17th man, or it used to be called the 13th man when you only used to have one sub, because just in case somebody breaks down, you need to have somebody else on the bench. And it's always deemed that it's good for their experience. But, you know, Blake's had enough experience now. He doesn't need to know what a hotel room looks like. (laughs) Um, And, and, and everybody there, and you, you you've seen it with you know with young andrews today i mean he he went to ground, he's made a mistake, but you know what we know because he's young, he will learn from that mistake he will be you know he'll be kicking himself yep. tonight, and that's that's a process that young players have to go through. they have to learn. What an error feels like. In order to go, yeah. I definitely don't want to make that one again. And that would have happened again with, with Blake. He came, he played up at, what, against uh, Reading in yeah. in the cup. He didn't have the greatest game. He's, he's done. He's paid him his way back into form in the under twenty ones. He scored. I think it was a couple of goals on uh, in the under twenty ones on Monday night. Mm-hmm. We were surprised. We were surprised that he wasn't even included at least on the bench on uh, on Wednesday. But you can kind of understand if he played forty eight hours later, maybe had to see him on the bench, not there. So you take him today. But the thing was that. It was Wilder who said, and he will be. You know, he's he's going to be involved. But as I say, involved sometimes means something else for somebody else. Never mind, yeah. never mind you, you are you are good at writing, sir. I place I place in front of you. Let's pick a player. I place in front of you. Let's have a look. Hassan Kamara's leaving card, and say, Jack, just write a couple of lines in there for Hassan Kamara. He's going to Udinese. What are your first thoughts? Or do you, or do you just stick with what you've done and just say, fuck Eugenio
5: podso well, no. This this card is to Hassan Kamara. It's not to Gino. Well done. Um, it's uh, uh, good luck at a, a team that actually cares about its players. I think he'll manage to thrive. I mean, they've got all of the wing backs in the world, uh, so it might be a crowded room if I if I remember correctly. <laughs> yes, um, they do. But uh, it's practically what I would say to any player that I that would be outgoing in this next window is. Go enjoy yourself. I know it hasn't been good here, uh, and that's partially your fault. Fair enough. Please save yourself. Well yeah, done. Oh,
4: that. No good <laughs> Well, t- oh, well, Jack, you 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 are signing you are signing a card. I would suggest, in the U.S. sense, in in the U.K. sense, we we just be disparaging all the time. Jack, excellent stuff. Hope to uh, hope to hear from you if you've got uh, something for us for for the blog. That would be good. That would be good. Now we're going to go across to Jordan. Jordan, if you want to hit your your mic button, Jordan is sure. a Hull City fan. Hey, Jordan, yep. how you doing? You got me? Yeah, we got you. We got you loud and clear, sir. All right. So you're you're a Hull City you're a whole City supporter. Yeah.
3: We spoke last time. more during the uh, the nil nil of the you, winter.
4: Yes, of course we did. Oh, God. oh yeah, the highlight of our season so far. I mean, we've had we've had two fairly dour games, but you've got the better of us today. Obviously, you had. I think you had uh, Arvalazi in charge at the time. Excuse my pronunciation. Uh, you, you've had uh, Liam Rossinia in charge. Did I describe it accurately? Has it been a, a big pickup in your in your performances? He, he seemed organised at least today.
3: Defensively, it's been a major pick up in our performance he was able to um utilize mclaughlin properly under um shot mclaughlin was like a sporadic player now he's an everyday starter at the back in the center and um greaves was back at center back today which i liked even though he's mainly been adapting on the left side in recent seas and another thing like i said a defender in his own right, Rassineur knows how to build up the defensive areas when possible. In that area, cool,
4: cool. That's fair enough. That's yeah. fair enough. You you only had the one shot on goal, which was effectively the penalty. I think I don't think there was anything else. But but you managed to get the uh, sorry, Malaj, i you on mute, mate. There, <laughs> you, you managed to get the uh, the winner. You only needed the one the one chance. Was that fairly typical of how you have played this? You know, in in this second in the second half of the season or or were we just ineffective against you
3: against like most like mid and back marker teams mainly we would normally play like that but against the um like the top teams we would probably go for like a different approach if possible but um yeah mainly on the defense we were just great ever since we're senior the only exception was um one of the defeats was i believe burnley where we were a little bit bit box for something back and um and mainly um i feel like we were just being able to um like rebuild up talents if they've um where they've been um proper like or what's the word um i can't think of the word i was trying to save a word to bring Tufon's confidence up and um mainly it's um Although he did have some help through um, Slater, I wanted to talk about that penalty win. Um, it was your 18-year-old kid, if I'm not mistaken, um, Edwards. Read it. Yep. And yeah, and always expect that kind of um, aggressiveness from somebody, especially at a young age when he's trying to um, prove himself. He wants to get involved. He wants to try and impress uh, the boss. And mainly, unfortunately, it just did not work out on his end. And thankfully, um, Slater was the main winner of that penalty. Fifty thousand pounds, by the way, and thanks Sheffield United for that. And another thing is that um, I was just happy to see a win on a pretty beautiful Saturday out here in the East Coast in the U.S. And like last time, I'm working and I'm speaking on this, so just mainly taking my time. <laughs> out of work just to voice my opinion
4: fantastic fantastic well jordan look thank you so much i'm sure we will be uh, uh we've already spoken to it. Oh, oh i think you've got some you got some wind there i'll just pop you on uh on on mute i'm sure we'll be speaking with with ant from uh from hull and back uh again when we kind of uh, get to play you guys next season so good luck for what remains of the season which let's face it isn't much i mean for us i think we're quite happy to see the fact that it's literally very close to the end thank god we need that more than anything
2: It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go, your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points, perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply, see mcdonalds.com.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.